What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to The Booch Cast. This week, ladies and gentlemen, we have got a special treat for you guys. We've got something special planned here because, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are entering the world of classic pay-per-view reviews. And, of course, joining me, ladies and gentlemen, the man who loves doing these classics with me. He is, uh... I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't he modest? He's an indie wrestling manager, works up and down the East Coast. 
a man of many talents. Excited to have him back on the show. Please, gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, Gator Ricky Ross. Yes, yes. Move to the left and move to the right. Hello, children. Mr. Butcherilla, we got a problem. What's the problem? Okay, so so my buddy just got off the phone with me, okay. and he told me, he said, Gator, my wife is pissed at me. And I said, okay, why is your wife pissed at you? He said that he told her to come in the other room and come look at this new clock he got. Well, she come in the room, and he was ass naked on the bed, and she said, that ain't no clock. He said it would be if you put two hands and your face on it. <laughs> Wow. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I'm just trying to I'm trying to help him because she done put a boot in his ass. Yeah. And not in the red foreman way. Oh no, 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 no. Hey, did you hear the story about what happened when uh Jeffrey Dahmer's mom uh went over to his house for dinner? No. Apparently uh they were sitting down at dinner and uh she said, You know, Jeff you know Jeffrey, I gotta make a confession. He goes, What? He goes, I don't really like these friends you have over here. And he said, well, that's okay, Mom. Just try the vegetables. <laughs> so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are here tonight to do our classic pay-per-view review. And how this works is uh, Gator and I take a look at classic pay-per-views from yesteryear, from the WWE, WCW, and ECW. And we look at them from the perspective of not only two people who are fans of pro wrestling, but also from the perspective of two people who work in the business. Gator is, of course, a wrestler, a manager. He pops the popcorn. He's been an announcer. He's been a referee. He teaches over at a wrestling school. He's pretty much got the industry covered. Hello. I, I myself also have parts of the industry covered. I've been in a commentator. I've been a ring announcer. I've done the street team shit. I've chauffeured wrestlers to and from the building. I manage Buff Bagwell. I've got. I've even done uh, some managerial stuff in the ring as well as outside uh, with my yes, uh, Vincenzo. He's a butler, butler, children. Yes, Vincenzo the butler. Clean and pristine. So, You're welcome. Thank you. So, and we take that knowledge and put them into pay-per-views. And this door around, ladies and gentlemen, we got a special treat here as we're going to be looking at ECW Heat Wave 1999. That's right. Now, for those of you that listened to our Hardcore Heaven uh, recap a while back, this is the pay-per-view that followed that. This was the one they came up with later. Uh, it took place on July 18th, 1999 from the Horror Arena in Dayton, Ohio, with an attendance of 3,400 people. So, an improvement from the last pay-per-view. Um, but not by much, not and not by way of quality of matches, children, so strap in! Exactly. So, we uh, kick things off here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with our first official match of the evening. We got us some tag team action. We have Chris Chetty and Nova versus Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill with Angelica. Angelica is just leader. Yes. Um, side note, children, side note. Can we talk about the opening promo real quick? Uh, sure, go ahead. Specifically, Jason, the sexiest man alive promo. <laughs> and tonight, I'm going to beat a woman. Yes, that was beautiful. It was, it was phenomenal. It was like every other white trash motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense, because that was pretty much their fan base. Yeah. What I found interesting about this is the fact that, first of all, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. As much wrestling knowledge as I have, 
as much wrestling knowledge as I have, ECW is not really a place where my knowledge can be really put to the test. I didn't follow ECW much. So I, I never saw it until we started until we started doing this. And I learned something during this pay-per-view. What did you learn? Turns out Lita is used to playing slutty gimmicks. Yes, yes, she she had to do that in uh so I don't know if you know this, but but Lita didn't start in ECW. Really? Lita started in Lucha Libre. Well, I know that. I know her in S.A. Rios. No, 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 no. She started in Mexico at, at uh, I want to say it was CMLL. Okay, yeah. So but it, that, that's where she started. But this 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 match breaks down into a clusterfuck. Yes. This was this was a shit of a this was a shit show of a tag match. I mean, it was an okay opener, but it was like, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, each guy got their own time to work to work things out, but goddamn, Chris Chetty overdoes it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and what I also found interesting was that, you know, the crowd chants, shut the fuck up, and then um, as Danny starts talking, then Joey starts laughing when he calls Angelica pure. That's that's Joey Styles trying to keep a straight face. And then Danny proposes to her, and the crowd is chanting, she's got herpes. Which is phenomenal. Yes, and then, of course, the classic, she's a crack whore. But yes, that is a that is a that is a classic of the ECW no wonder. Yes, and so then after he after the proposal, she says yes. They do he does what most men do after proposal. He goes and gets the ring to put on her finger. Ladies and gentlemen of the Boochcast, may I? No, please. I, I I'm gonna say this. Um, the ring is a goddamn condom. Mister Bedrill, I don't like that word. Condom condom implies not bad things. It's a rubber. It was a goddamn rubber. What the fuck? Who does that? Apparently, Chris Chetty. It's a nice day for a white trash wedding. <laughs> That's as white trash as you can get. <laughs> a goddamn rubber. That's what it was. A goddamn condom. I'm not against this. And it was Danny Doring, not Chris Chetty. I, I fucked up. They look so fucking alike. Oh, I know. Don't they? They really do. And then, of course, there's a springboard elbow. They call the pantry drop elbow. The panty drop elbow. The panty drop elbow. Everybody loves it. And then there's a the spin doctor, which is a swinging neck breaker. And also, did you notice this? When Chetty got tagged in to make the comeback, the camera doesn't catch the hot tag. Which is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, bad that is when you, you don't miss the hot tag. All right. So that's all we really got to say about uh, match number one over there other than um, Chetty. That's all we really got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> other than Chetty hitting a double springboard moonsault that move and saying, that move is as pretty as me and I got your my heat wave in my pants so it's time to dance. Yo, VIP, let's kick it. And yeah, that was yeah. enough to make me creep down uncomfortable as Chris Chetty and Nova hit a thing called the title wave. Wave, which was a splash leg drop combo for the win. That match lasted seven minutes and three seconds, and we move on to the next match of the evening. We got the battle of the sexes, Jazz versus Jason Knight. Okay, so this was fine. Jason took his lumps, got Jazz over, but by the end of the match, the crowd was with her completely. Exactly. But what the fuck? <laughs> As much as I hate these type of matches, Jason's a nobody person anyway. So I wasn't invested in it because, I mean, I was because of that promo. I'm going to beat a woman. Like, okay, I can get down with that because, you know, women don't deserve to be in a ring. But other than that, I shouldn't say that because I know Jazz and she'll kick my ass. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we can agree she deserves to be in a fucking ring. She's actually a fucking phenomenal female worker. Yes. Um, We had her husband come down. Uh, her husband is Rodney Mack, if y'all remember Rodney Mack. 
Mack. Oh shit, they were married. Yeah, they're married now. Okay. Um, so, so her and Rodney Mack come down and 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 worked worked a couple seminars and shit for us. And uh, she's actually a really nice fucking person. Yeah. Well, I never so, got to meet her. So even that she... was nice for me to see. That. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never got to meet her. Although she was a former women's champion for the place I used to work at before they eventually put it on, you know, Maddie Max. And then later Heidi Katrina, but but yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm gonna say um, I thought this was um, not that bad of a match. I liked the fact that it was. It felt like an actual match where, like you know, even though Jazz was doing a lot of ass kicking, I felt like Jason got some offense in, which I appreciated. I liked the fact that this wasn't like a different match that we're gonna talk about later in these pay per view reviews, where Jason's just like, oh, I'm just gonna put my hands up and I'm gonna walk out of the ring and. I'm not going to do anything because I'm a pussy slash gentleman. No, you're a puss. Be- get in the ring and fucking fight. That's what we'll see. Yeah, yeah. punch her in the cooter. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's a fight. Have punch a fu- her in the pussy. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I, look, I'm not saying that it's okay to go around smacking bitches for no reason, but if a bitch wants to fight, you has fight. That's how I feel about it. And that's what we got here. We got a fun match. Jazz whooping that ass, but, you know, it felt believable. It wasn't like, oh, Jason's afraid to fight. It's like, no, Jazz is just that damn good at fucking people up. And she did exactly that. She slammed him face first in the steel chair, eventually got the win, but it was a good, it was a good fight. It was, it was entertaining. I mean, this was just entertainment to me. I don't look at this as a match as much as entertainment on this one. So it was entertaining, though. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Joey Styles and Cyrus are arguing. Joey says he's not on the format, so he writes, so Cyrus grabs the format and writes his name on the format. And Joey says, no wonder Vince fired your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Yay! Cool. And then we move on to the next match of the evening. This is of course a rematch from Hardcore Heaven. We have once again Super Crazy going one on one against Little Guido with Sally Graziano. Okay, this I wasn't feeling it this time. Not this time. This time it was disappointing. I wanted what we got last time, and that's not what we got. Yeah. We got a crowd chanting, where's my pizza? Well, they did that for little Guido every time anyway. Yeah, yeah. Pizza, but baby. It's just, this, the, the flow of this was just not good. It fell flat. I mean, it really, it, it didn't need the crowd brawling. No, it didn't. Did you see, you saw when they went to the crowd? Yeah. It didn't need that. These two guys can fucking work. You don't need to go to the pomp and circumstance bullshit. Fuck the ECW mark. Yeah, it was most of this match was spot monkey shit. And by the way, side side note, I still got the t-shirt. Yes. I just found that funny. Like last time they had a cruiserweight match that was like old school great. 90s. It was fucking great. This time they had a cruiserweight match that was modern. Yes, it made you go, God, this sucks. Yes. And then of course There was tra- no holy shit, it was wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And then he tried the three moonsaults and he fucked up the jump on the third one. Oh my god. Oh my god. See, when I think cruiserweight wrestling, I think, oh, yeah, there's a lot of swinging around. Jungle life. Yes. I fucking uh, love this song. And and I will say this though, at Cyrus, who I'm slowly starting to like. Uh, actually, I actually think he's entertaining, but that's just me. He says Guido needs to take him down to the mat and keep them there. Um, smartest thing I've heard a commentator say in quite a while. 
Yes, Mr. Buccarelli. Sometimes, sometimes in life, you say smart things. Yes. And of course, Super Crazy hit the Tiger power bomb. Why? Because, fair enough, for the win. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was 12 minutes and 31 seconds. The Jason Jazz match was 6 minutes and 33 seconds. This was 31. And then we move on to the next match of the evening. Another rematch from Hardcore Heaven for the ECW World Tag Team title. The Dudley Boys defend the titles with Jewel Gertner and Sign Guy Dudley against Spike Dudley and Balls Mahoney. This this was this this had some energy to it. it. It felt pretty plotting. I mean, it was just blobby and goddamn. I I didn't care for this. As, I mean, the other one was better because it had the it had the famous you know fucking spike getting dropped on his fucking head to the outside bump. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did not enjoy. It. I didn't enjoy it because it's too much hardcore bullshit. I can only take this so much, goddammit. Yeah, I, I love. There were parts I like where Joey mentioned the Dudley Boys dropped forty pounds each. That's a clear indicator they were on their way to WWE. Yes, 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 yes. Because Vince is gonna make you drop some poundage. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't help that Bubba was a hot club. Yes, and then there was Nightmare on Dudley Street when Bubba attacks Balls with a Dudley sign with a Dudley Street sign. Um, then there was um, you know. The knuckle buster that Bubba used to grind against Balls' forehead and bust him open. I thought that was pretty cool. And but he grinded his balls, his balls. Yes, he ground he, he grind his balls to make his bread. And and by that I mean money. And then of course, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then balls bust Bubba open with the trees cheese grater. Uh, apparently, Devon is bleeding too. Don't know why. When did when did Devon start bleeding in this match? Uh, halfway through it when the cameraman turned. Yeah, come to say it. All of a sudden, the camera was back on Devon. He was bleeding. No one explained what the I fuck happened. I, I don't know. You can't you can't tell when they bleed anyway because they don't bleed like us. But anyway. Yes, and then of course, there's no referee around Devon and Spike because psychology. is is dead in ECW. Yes, psychology is dead. Yes. Uh, stay, with me, stay with me, children. Psychology. Yes, yes. We need to get that on a t-shirt. Yes. And then... Uh, like the reading the reading rainbow logo. Yeah. The more you know. Psychology. Yeah, yeah. Take a look. It's in a book. Psychology. I don't know why you're saying like Hulk Hogan, but psychology. No, I was trying to. I was trying to do. It's like. It's like when um. It's like Jimmy Fallon when he did that impersonation of the Doors while singing the Reading Rainbow theme song. You never saw that? Oh, when he did J- Jim Morrison, yeah. Jim Morrison, he goes, Butterfly in the sky. That wasn't as good as the original so much better. Take a look in a book, Reading Rainbow. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Then, of course, there's the meeting of the minds. But my, my one of my favorite parts of this match was, of course, they hit the stereo power bombs, the Dudley boys do. And the Dudley. They talk about how the Dudleys have run through every tag team. The Eliminators, the Gangsters, RVD, and Sabu. And then my favorite part is where Cyrus gets into an argument with Joey Styles. One thing you need to notice when you watch these ECW pay-per-views is Joey Styles is not afraid to say he hates the Dudley Boys. Like, he will make it clear in every time he does commentary how much he doesn't like the Dudley Boys. And... Cyrus is basically telling Joey, "You need to be bought. You need to be fair. Uh, you have to be impartial." And finally, he has the biggest fucking rant 
I've ever seen. He goes, he goes, where does it say I have to be unbiased? Where does it say I can't root against the Dudley boys? I don't like them. They make me sick. They're offensive. They're deplorable. They're in bad taste. Why can't I root against them? Why, 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 why? <laughs> he finally just flips it. Even Cyrus is like, dude, chill the fuck out. That's that. That's great. That well, was my favorite part of the whole match. It, it is pretty good, but but this whole this whole thing is just clunky as fuck. Exactly. And and then we get new tag champions. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And then Spike Dudley as the giant killer. Like, come on now, come on. Yeah, exactly. And it's just okay. yeah, it's, yeah. Then eventually, you know, we get new tag team champions. Yay. Yeah, they hit, they hit, they hit the 3D. Two tables get set up, and then, um, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, New Jack returns. We hear the little missile drop, the whistle drop. New Jack returns with a shopping cart full of weapons, throws them into the ring, hits Devon with a cookie sheet, hits Bubba with a garbage can. Devon gets decked with a garbage can lid. He hits a snapmare on Bubba, places the cookie sheet on his crotch, vacuums the canvas, and then hits him in the nuts with it. This is the classic New Jack spot that we have grown to love. Yeah. <laughs> That, you know, you know, the part where we just yell, black man with the sharpened cart. Black man with black the sharpened cart. And I just love, like, he has a vacuum cleaner, and he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to vacuum for a minute. That's called entertainment. Oh, I know. I also love, like, he, had, like, he does that with every weapon. We'll show with each weapon. We'll, we'll mention those in later uh, reviews. But, yeah, he's got the vacuum cleaner, and he's just vacuuming everything. Then, boom. I just love seeing New Jack. And That's then, just New Jack. New Jack, look, when I worked him that one time, it's just how he is. And then, of course, uh, New Jack has to help helps up Balls Mahoney in the corner, and then Spike was buried under all the weapons. <laughs> so New Jack has to help him up. But, of course, before we move on, we were so excited about talking about the match. Other than New Jack, there is one other thing that I love. So this isn't, this, this is, is this before or after Black Man with the shopping cart? This is before Black Man with a shopping cart. But it's Black Man with a shopping cart? <laughs> yes. So Bubba gets in the ring. The Dudley Boys have the mics. Bubba starts calling, starts a riot by calling a guy in a Hawaiian shirt a faggot. Oh, yes, that pro. Oh, my God, we forgot the promo. Yes. And a mom who taught her daughter how to suck dick. And a skankosaurus is going to take so many inches of black dick up her ass, she won't know what hit her. Oh, my God. And Devon does a war dance. Bubba dares them to do something about it. A fat, bald motherfucker in the front row dares Bubba to fight him. The guy wouldn't jump the guardrail, so Bubba gets in his face. What you don't do? And throws beer in his face. Mm-hmm. The girl spits in his face, so he spits back at her. And calls her a $5 fucking whore. Wrestling. Yes. But then, the man who should have a microphone every time he's on a show. Joel Gertner. Oh, God, I love him. Yes. Big Daddy slept with the general's daughter, knows how to inspect her gadget. I'm I'm dripping with sarcasm as your girlfriend is dripping from orgasm. The quintessential stud muffin and a goodness, gracious, great balls of fire, goddamn handsome man, Joe. Joel, whether the ladies are home or here in Dayton, they're watching me and masturbating Gertner. Is this not the most beautiful thing you've heard? This entire fucking promo, though. Oh, God. I love Joe Gertner. Like, he is Joe so Gertner gifted. Joe Gertner is underrated. 
So underrated. Well, moving on. Moving on. Oh, and by the way, for those of you that are wondering, the reason he was wearing that goofy-ass mask is because at Hardcore Heaven, he got his face burned. I didn't even remember seeing that. I don't either. Yeah. And then Balls Mahoney makes it a Dayton street fight where it's anything goes and falls count anywhere and all that shit. But anyway, the match the match was great. So we move on, and all of a sudden... Wrestling. Yes, we get another impromptu match, but here's why it happens. Tommy Dreamer comes out to the ring. He proceeds to shit on the WWE and WCW pay-per-views without shitting on the wrestlers. No, which he does very well. Yes, Tommy gives a heartfelt speech about the growth of ECW. He wants to make it number one, even though it only lasts about two more years, technically. Rhino wields Jack Victory out with Steve Carino coming out to call Dreamer a has-been. He calls him a casualty of stupid hardcore wrestling. Steve Carino is a wrestler, Mr. Tackle Dropdown. Tommy won't do the job or put him over. Steve beats him up and calls him nothing. Tommy says, is that all you got? Tommy starts whooping ass. Francine goes for the Bronco Buster, leaping over the ref. Damn. Again, this I don't really know if I would call this a match, but it leads into the world title match with FTW rules here. Yes. So, yeah. So, Tommy punches Carino. Francine hits a swinging DDT and gets the pin. Francine pinned Steve Carino in the middle of the ring. Right. And it got got, got Carino hotter, so it worked. Yeah. But... But here's the thing with these ECW pay-per-views. Some of these, some of these, uh, this show is, these shows are more than just matches. They're segments. Yes. Like and Fran- and it's hard sometimes to cover it all. Yeah. And that's why we're only covering things that lead to like matches and shit. So, yeah. Francine so, beats so, Steve. Anyway, that, that, that turns into the world title match. Yeah. So Francine beats Steve Carino, even though there was no time limit on the match. But, um, but anyway, the, the tag team title match was 15 minutes and 41 seconds by the, uh, so then, yes, and then Tajiri jumps, yeah, jumps Tajiri, both Dreamer and Francine. Francine slaps him, and Tajiri leg kicks her. Loved it. Yes. Jack Victory gets out of the wheelchair and holds Francine so she can watch Tommy get locked in the tarantula. Taz's music hits, but Tommy holds on to stay locked in the hold so Tajiri can't run away. <laughs> Exactly. That was genius. And then they start brawling. Remember, this is FTW rules, so there are no rules. Yes, and this is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Taz defends the title against Yoshihiro Tajiri. Okay, this this was decent, but it was way too short. Way too short? I thought it was very short. And it was only 10 minutes and 6 seconds. Isn't that 10 like the standard? 10 is standard, but for a world title match? Oh, no. How long should a standard world title match go? 20 at least. 20? Really? For a world title match, yeah. Unless it's on TV. Yeah. But... But honestly, honestly, this this had some really good moments. It had some good spots. Um, but let's be honest, Tajiri ain't getting no more title shots after this. No. It was nice to see what happened. <laughs> yeah, and Taz pretty much beat the fuck out of him. He did. He beat the fuck out of him. And then we get into the main event. Yeah. Well, of course. But yeah. So of course, uh, you know, like I said, it was violent. It was crazy. It was decent. Uh, in the end, Tajiri taps Very out. Violent. Yeah. <laughs> And then in the end, Tajiri taps out, and then the judge gets thrown off the ramp, and then he says his catchphrase before heading to the back. Beat me if you can survive, if I let you. Yes. And then 
on to the main event of the evening, which is a tag team match. Yeah, again, world title match does not close the show. Let's let's keep that in mind here, ladies and gentlemen. Keep yeah, that. this this tag team match was oh god. And of course, it's Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn with Bill Alfonso versus the Impact Players with Don Marie. This this was good, and it was a strong main event. But it's annoying to see the Impact Players lose again. Like, I, part of me wants to see the dissension because because of Rob and and Jerry Lynn's feud. Like, it, the Impact Players should have went over here. Really? I think so because here's the thing. I know Rob and Jerry are, are, are buddies, but it should it it should there should be some fuckery that puts the focus back on them to give them one more match. You really think they needed one more match? Eh, why not? I mean, compared to what they end up doing, they have one more anyway, and Jerry wins the world television title. Yeah. Also, I gotta say this, and how hilarious this is. Don Marie gets excited by being called Lance Storm's personal bitch. I love it. Like, she considers that a compliment. Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. Mr. Vidrelli, sometimes you have to be somebody's personal bitch. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Jerry... You don't believe me. There once there once was a girl named Sonny. Yeah, Matt, we're done. No, 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 no. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so Jerry Lynn and Bill Alfonso shake hands, and Jerry Lynn RBD high five. So basically, they've already established that they're going to coexist in this match. So that's why I think it's okay. Yes, but I match. just, I don't like it. There should have been some sort of fuckery. I'm just saying they could tell the story differently. But, you know, that hoota, hoota, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, you know, if wishes were fishes, there'd be nothing in the ocean. Again, it's it's a sad, sad. Yeah, it was sad. Sad, sad, sad thing. Like, some of these things, some of these were, matches were good. Of course, uh, you know, RVD hitting a high-flying sidekick while doing his grandstanding and hot-dogging and all that. The hot-dogging and the grandstanding. Yes, and then he does an unnecessary backflip, which I thought was dumb. Yeah. Just some of the moves that RVD did, he did not have to fucking do. Like, we're going to hit Rolling Thunder off true. the guardrail. This is true. Just lies up. Like, Lance nailed the spin kick off the top rope, and RVD kicked out, which apparently rarely ever happens. By the way, did you see the kids in the front row? Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, these are the same kids that were in the front row when Bubba was talking about somebody, somebody being a cum dumpster. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say this right now. Terrible parents. Yes. Don't take your children. Listen to your Uncle Gator. Don't take your children to an ECW show. If you take your kids to an ECW show and they sit in the front row, you might be a Godwin. <laughs> Ironically enough, neither one of them worked for that company. I know. Um, okay, I didn't. Well, I didn't want to say you might be a redneck because I don't want to get sued. Oh yeah, we're not getting sued. You might be a Godwin. Yes, you might be a Godwin. <laughs> anyway, this overall, this entire show, once again, is outlaw mud show hardcore bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. I have been Gator Ricky Ross. But at least the last pay-per-view actually had some wrestling in it. This didn't. Thank you. I've been Gator Ricky Ross. Yeah, and the main event was 21 minutes and 7 seconds. Of our fucking lives we can't get back. Exactly. And of course, you know, this is how the match ends. Rob Van Dam hits the Van Daminator on Lance, then Jerry nails the cradle pile driver for the win, and then Jerry gets pissed off for a stupid reason, and Sabu pushes RVD into Jerry Lynn. A fight breaks out between all three of them, because why the fuck not? This no, nothing else on the card made any sense. Why shouldn't the results in the main event? Like, yeah, y'all fucking won. Why is Jerry Lynn suddenly, you know, getting his panties in a twist? At least he didn't drop them. Yeah, or at least he didn't forget them. He that was the last pay per view. Yeah, I know. That, that's why I said that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for explaining the joke to the audience again. Again, Zach listens. 
Yeah, true, true. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that really, uh wrap up our recap of ECW Heat Wave 1999. Gator, as always, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us, and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Yes, hopefully it won't be arrested today. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. I do have my ECW shirt on. Yes, you do. So, uh, so by yeah. the way, if you want to see me in my ECW shirt, Mister Butch, really, where did they go? You can go to our Instagram page at the Boochcast. That's where you can find. Uh, that's where we got the picture posted. Yes, of that moment that my mother dressed me. Yes. So, uh, so uh, Gator, just out of curiosity, you want to give you want to give uh, the wrap up a second try to let people know where they can find us. Um. Well, you can all find us on Spotify, Stitcher. I Heart Radio, Anchor, Blister. Um, He's gotten three out of five so far. And most of those places. Uh, by the way, also, we're on Patreon. No. Uh, we don't want you to have to give all of your money, but if you want to give us some of your money, you can give us a dollar. Now, if you want to give us more than a dollar because, you know, you you, you you don't appreciate having to pay for the peacock. I don't appreciate having to pay for the cock. You want to give us that $4.99, you can give us that $4.99. Or, better yet, remember the old WWE Network that it was $10.99? Well, you can give us that $10.99 because, you know, we got better content anyway. Smile here. Okay. We have better content anyway. <laughs> So give us that money, and we use that money to, to of course, pay your favorite co-host, pay Mr. Bugirelli, get better equipment, and then if there's any leftover, then we give the ginger the money to get ramen noodles and potentially get him laid. Wow. Gator actually did a pretty decent job. Um, I'll just fill in the blanks. Um, we are not on Stitcher. <laughs> Or that other one that he's on. We're actually on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Those are the ones. I said that one. You said three of them. You didn't say the other two. Um, yeah. You said Blister. You can be we're, a super fan no... by following us on all five. Yes, absolutely. And uh, now the money thing he said, uh, we're not on Patreon. It's We used to be, but we're not anymore. It's anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. That's the website you go to. And it's Fuck not... Us. And it's not ten ninety nine, it's nine ninety nine. I said nine ninety nine. No, he said ten ninety nine. Well, fuck it. I'm trying to get us an extra dollar. Well, that's not how Anchor works. There's no eleven dollar option. Well, if you want to send us eleven dollars, Mr. Bujarelli's address is. I you can uh you can pay you can pay Pallet or whatever um envbooch <laughs> at yahoo.com. That's what, if you want to send us more than ten dollars. That's our that's my PayPal envbooch at yahoo.com. Send it there. And uh but yeah, so we got that, and then of course um you know. As we said, we raised the money for that. And, of course, you can, you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheBoochCast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Um, we have our YouTube channel where you can check out all of our video content. Hit the subscribe button. Ring that bell to be notified when new content will be posted. We also have a Twitch, twitch.tv slash TheBoochCast. We have live wrestling watch parties, a D&D show coming soon, a BoochCast booking battle, and, of course... We have, you know, a bigger event coming soon to the Twitch channel. Now, our next watch party um, will be... SummerSlam in July. Yes, SummerSlam in July. Yes, July 30th. We'll be doing our next live SummerSlam watch party via Twitch on twitch.tv slash theboochcast. So join us there live at 8 p.m. for our SummerSlam watch party. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Boochcast. I'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby. And I'm the Gator, and I'll see you later. <laughs> Thank you.
Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again.